We have gathered for Oscar Man this morning, and remember to do share with us on the socials. Let us know what you think, what you feel as you take in today's uh, Oscar Man, uh, which will be given to us by Anonymous. Remember to hashtag Oscar Man. Let's find out who we have after this. The following content is of a mature nature. The views expressed in this segment by presenters and contributors are not necessarily those of Metro FM and the SABC. Caution should be exercised in the advice given. Here we go. It's Thursday morning. Hashtag Oscar Man Time. Anonymous. Hello. Good morning and welcome. Good morning. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm certainly doing better. Are you doing better now? No, I have been better. Right now, I'm just going through a lot. All right. Well, we are going to try our best to help you out this morning. But before we uh, get into what's going on, Anonymous, just uh, one thing from my side. Uh, As you are speaking about uh, who it is or whoever it is uh, that has affected you, uh, please uh, be sure to uh, keep their uh, identity private. Noted. All right. We're getting into it now, now. Um. I met my now ex-boyfriend in 2019, and from the get-go, he was somebody who was very open about his own situation. Um, he had a wife, he has a wife, and was uh, going to marry a second wife who stays outside of the country. Um, so he did explain to me that when I come into the setup, I would be his potential third wife. And given the fact that I had been single for the past two years, coming from two horrible relationships. I figured maybe this is something I was willing to be a part of, which Mm -hmm. I did. Um, But from the get-go, there were red flags, which I chose to ignore. Um, From the little things of him saying, I'm coming over and then being silent for three weeks, then coming back and saying I was outside of the country, and he saw no big deal with that, to the emotional, I don't want to say abuse at the time, I just saw it as manipulation. Mm -hmm. Um, He would... call me things that I'm not even allowed to say on air, but do it in a joking manner. So he would insult me, but jokingly. Um, So as time went on, the relationship started getting serious a year into it. He introduced me to his first wife. Things didn't work out with the second one. And so now I was the second one by default. Mm -hmm. But when we started getting into business together, that's when I saw that I worked so hard, but I'm not getting the rewards I deserve from the effort I put in. So I decided to go back to a company I was working for when I first met him. But at the time, I had to move to a different province, and he wasn't happy with that. So that is when he assaulted me the first time around. Uh, His reason was being, I am unreliable, I'm clearly not loyal, and me wanting to move to a different province might have a lot to do with the fact that I want to be with other men, which was never the case. But he came around to the idea that I've moved. He would come as often as he wanted to without announcing. He would just show up in my place, and I didn't have a problem with that because I honestly had nothing to hide. Mm -hmm. But last week, Saturday, he came came through on a Friday. Saturday morning, um, his phone rang while he was in the bathtub. I took the phone to him, and he told me to come take it back to the charger. And for some reason, I thought he was looking at it suspiciously. So I just went through it. I saw that he was busy with an ex that we had fought over before and he was busy with another girl from the area where I'm originally from. So I just went out, I drove out, calmed down because I felt myself boiling. And then when I came back, I asked him to please uh, leave my place, get dressed, leave my place, I packed his stuff, and he did without fighting me. 
But the very same evening, he came back and I opened for him, which was the mistake that I did. Mm-hmm. And he, he wanted to understand why did I let him introduce me to his wife if I knew that I was just using him as a stepping stone. I never really loved him. If I did, I wouldn't have chased him out as a cockroach. And I told him certain things that I'm not going to tolerate. You are clearly not a polygamous man. You are just a player. This whole polygamy thing is a facade for you. It's not real. And I told him he was never genuine. That's when the assault started. started beating me up, slapping me to the face, throwing me on the floor. At some point, I felt dizzy, and I fell into the bathtub, mm. which was when he started pouring water on my face. So my mind, at some point, was present, but I could not move my body physically. Mm. And he heard my neighbor come in, so he asked the neighbor to escort me to the hospital. But while I was being treated, he was already building his defense, telling this guy that I've got two kids um, with different individuals, but I don't want to give him a kid. He's telling him all the things he supposedly did for me, uh, how I'm such a bad person. Now I'm even faking, uh, fainting. There's nothing really going on here. So um, the next day, which was a Sunday, they told me that they had to admit me, but as part of their procedure, they're going to call the cops. Then I'm going to have to decide if I want to open a case or not. And I opted not to get admitted because I thought if they called the cops on him, there's definitely going to be trouble, which I didn't want. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go back to my place with my neighbor, and she slept in the same yard as me. So in the morning, he knocked on my door, wanted to talk to me. Um, I told him I can't talk to him. I just want him to leave. And he said, yeah, clearly you were just faking everything because you didn't even get admitted. So instead of me answering him, the real reason why I didn't want to get admitted, I just opened my door and I left again. And when I spoke to his first wife about what had happened, she told me this person is clearly impulsive. He can't beat you up over the fact that you don't want to be with him anymore. You must open a case for him. And I'm like, ah, that's not the really the route I want to take. So I just decided to open a protection order on a Monday. And then once I did that, I called the wife again to give an update. It's like, that's not enough. You have to open a case against this person. Mm-hmm. which I did on a Tuesday. So now um, they are both, when they came, he handed himself over on a Thursday. They came together hand in hand. Um, and then I just, because she told me that she was moving out, he can't tolerate the financial and emotional abuse. So before it escalates to fight, so physical as it did with me, she just wanted to move out. So I was surprised to see them together. And then while they were busy reading the prescription order to him, um, she greeted me and I asked her, like, what's happening? And he's like, well, I had to be here with him. After all, he's my husband. And that's when it actually hit me that this was just a ploy to get me out of the relationship. Regardless, I don't regret opening a case against him, but there was certainly influence on my part. And now they are both calling me daily, although it's against the protection order. The wife is the one calling me, telling me, asking me not to destroy his future by going one with the case. Um, I need to drop it. So I did seek legal advice about that because I just want them out of my life. I do not want to go down the street, and I don't feel like I'm mentally prepared for what is about to come because I know for a fact should we go to court, he's going to do everything in his power to defend himself, which might mean him destroying my character in the process. Mm. So I'm I'm very confused about that. I, I, I feel like I don't have enough knowledge about what can possibly happen in this regard because it is a common assault case. Uh, I heard that he might even get off with a fine. But now I'm sitting with the guilt of, do I even want him to have a criminal record for either two or ten years, however long it might be? Is it something I want on my conscience? Because I just honestly want these people out of my life. 
they have brought nothing but misery for me and it's it's weighing heavily on me because everybody's supporting the fact that I did open a case against him but I feel like I was not really prepared for what I'm getting myself into it was just a matter of saying this is what he did he needs to be punished for it but I didn't really I was not really aware of what I was getting myself into mentally I have I have I've been battling with depression for the longest time mm. and I feel like I'm going down that route again over this whereas I feel like I might have much more peace if I just close the case and then just move on with my life. Mm. So that's what I really need advice on, on which route I should take. What is the best option for me at the present moment? Because I don't want to close the case and then he comes back and assaults me again for whatever reason because he's very possessive. And then now I can't reopen the case because of I withdrew the case or whatever the case may be. I just need help in that regard because I'm honestly struggling with it. All right. Before I hand over to, to Naked Anonymous, I just want to clarity on a few things. Um, just want to make sure. Uh, are you married to the said guy or did you not get married? Were you just no, dating? I am not married to him, but they did send through the Lobola negotiation letter, which was supposed to happen end of February. Okay. All right. And then you saying that you, you're not quite clued up when it comes to the, the legal aspect of uh, the assault that happened with you. But you mentioned that yes. you sought legal advice. Uh, that's what yes. the uh, legal representative is meant to do. They're meant to give you that clarity that you are searching for. So I'm not quite sure why they didn't put you at ease there, um, yes. which they should have. Because the, the angle of advice I received from them was, as the, should I choose to continue with the case, this is what is going to happen. But now it's a matter of saying they gave me the legal advice I needed, but the mental preparation that I feel like I need if I continue with this okay, case so, so for was us, nothing in the emotional aspect of it. Okay, so for us, we'll give you the mental, emotional, and possibly more advice as to uh, you yes. know, the areas that you can go to. Anonymous, um, yes. when you were at the hospital, be, when they called the cops, did... They offer you counseling? Yes. So the doctor told me that um, when they admit me, mm -hmm. they are definitely going to call the cops and I'm going to have, they're going to get social involved. So I'm the one who opted not to go down that route. I just told them I'm feeling better. So as soon as the trip finished and my x-rays came back, she was comfortable enough with me to go home, but she really did want, she really did insist that I have to open a case, a case against this person. At the time, it's not something I wanted to do. Okay, and since then, have you got, gotten professional help? Because obviously, I think you and we are also worried about just your mental health your and your state mm -hmm. of well-being. Yeah. And um, mm. because in cases such as this, I think with as far as legal help is concerned, yes, you need to get a professional. And as far as um, your mental state is concerned, we can't toy with that. And you That's need true. to get a professional person to deal with that. Yeah, I we do have a program at my workplace that offers emotional support in those regards, but I, I maybe I'm the one who's not opening up with them fully. I feel like there's there's, there's certain advice. I I'm at a point where I don't need to be told that I'm going to be okay. I just need somebody who's going to help me address the reality that I'm in right now. Mm. So that's why I made the decision that I, I should call asking them and just seek for advice. Hopefully, that somebody's going to call me, who's going to call in and say, "This is what I've been through, and this is how it happened to me." Maybe I need somebody I can relate to in this regard.
Okay, no, you have a, a valid point there. I think um, if any of our callers have listened to your story and they have been in a, a in a similar situation, they can actually start calling right now. Oh eight nine double one oh double three double seven. Uh, because anonymous, this is a, a very sensitive issue. It shouldn't be taken lightly. Yeah, and it it should not be taken lightly. And uh, because you didn't know where else to call, we are actually very glad that you did call us. And our listeners are always there to help. And I, you know, God willing, I hope that somebody does call in that can assist you further. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Anonymous, sorry for everything that you, you've been through. And uh, as Naked said, we're going to try our best. Uh, we're going to throw this over to our listeners and ask them, please, to get in touch. Uh, Naked gave the number 89 uh, via the socials, hashtag Ask a Man, and at Naked underscore DJ at Lati Official. Let's help out Anonymous. She's been through a lot physically, mentally, emotionally. How does she get her emotional self right again after all of this? Just because you put a ring on my finger, just because you put some clothes on my back, just because you gave me money for December, doesn't mean that I have to pay you back. Oh, no, no. You were supposed to. In the name of Jesus. I loved you to the end. Ooh, and I'd rather die for I let my kids see the way you hit on me, the way you hit on me. Every night I cry, hoping that they never see the way you hit on me, the way you hit oh, on no, me, the way no. you hit on me. How come you hit on me? Maybe. Johnson hit on me. Anonymous needs us to come together as Ask a Man and uh, a sister. 089-110-3377. Hashtag Ask a Man. We'll get into your comments in a few minutes and I'm hoping that we will get to hear you uh, so you can assist Anonymous. Metro FM. It's where you're at.
Ndibulali by Barita and Ndlovu Youth Choir on Metro FM. It's hashtag Ask a Man. It's time for us to assist Anonymous. Anonymous calling in saying she met a guy uh, who at the time of their meeting had two wives and she'd potentially be the third. Things didn't work out with the second wife and uh, things also started changing in terms of their relationship once she uh, moved provinces. That's when he started to assault her. One time he assaulted her pretty badly uh, to a point where she fainted and was even admitted to hospital. Where things are uh, as far as the relationship is um, they are not together uh, and she has opened a case as advised by the guy's first wife now she needs help um, how does she get herself emotionally prepared to a take on this case she has also got a um, restraining order against him as well zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven what say you anonymous good morning good morning how are you good thank you what's your comment for anonymous Yes. Um. One thing that I would like to um, comment on on this issue is that, um, like somebody that has been through a similar situation, although in my case there was no polygamy or anything like that, mm-hmm. it was um, just a marriage, but then I was young and whatnot. But what I would like to uh, say to Anonymous is that um, there is no advice or legal advice that is going to set her emotionally ready or what she's looking for at this moment, it will not be from the public. Mm -hmm. In that sense, it's because of there are a lot of people that are going to come at this moment that are going to try and, uh, and advise her and confuse her in the same process. But what had actually worked for me was there was a very strong emotional support from, uh, I would call him a colleague or ex-colleague by then, who's now my husband, who has been through um, with me through thick and thin. So even though I had all these advices, I've, I've had protection orders, and nothing actually works. I've had counseling at work, and like she said, people are going to tell you that it's going to be okay, but it will not be okay. What she needs right now it's someone where she can just be vulnerable with it can be a friend it can be but someone that she trusts and that needs to be someone that she trusts wholeheartedly that um she would be able to be vulnerable like a kid you know like when you have to tell all the single detail and that person is someone that is also emotionally strong Mm. because if you do not have that strong support, emotional support, you'll not be able to get through this. So I'm not sure how her support system is, uh, but counseling might help to some extent. Um, Protection orders might help at some point, but even this, I think to some extent, our police or justice system in this country is actually failing us, Mm. you know, because she will eventually drop this whole case and this protection order still never work. They'll never even arrest him. Or he might even be arrested this morning and get a fine like she said, afternoon. And then he will still be walking around and still be assaulting and abusing and all these sorts of things that are happening. Anonymous, thank you so much. Um, advice from this Anonymous to today's Anonymous. Uh, find someone that you can be free with and also make sure that person um, is able to uh, take your truth. Anonymous Hello. Hi. Hey, welcome. What's your advice? 
Okay, thank you so much. Um, just gonna quickly change something here. Thank you. Here's what I want to tell Anonymous. Mm. What is important at this stage is that Anonymous really needs to look into herself and what it is that she really wants because um, what she's dealing with is much deeper than just being physically abused. I think she's also being emotionally abused. And there's a word that we we keep going around and I think people take this very lightly. Mm -hmm. Dating narcissistic men. She needs to really empower herself by researching and learning about their behaviors and how she's being manipulated into staying in a situation that is not doing any good for her. Because there's also something that is called trauma bonding, Mm -hmm. which I think is what is happening because she knows she's not being treated fairly. She knows because she sounds very smart. She knows that she is dealing with someone who is manipulating and abusing her. But there is a, a bond or something that is keeping her and making her feel sorry for a man that doesn't actually even care about her. That is a person that is dealing with a narcissist. I know because I have been there. Mm. Anonymous, thank you so much. The character, the character of the guy, narcissist, is uh, possibly who we're dealing with here. Uh, from Anonymous, we go to Bongani. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Um, good, good. A psychologist, which is much needed right now, given uh, you know what Anonymous uh, has shared with us. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, this is what I want Anonymous to do. Um, she must just, either if she, she can call and take my numbers, she can just check me on, on social with Bongani S. Masimula. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what I want it to do now. The thing is, one, um, yes, I had all uh, the, the, the callers that I had spoken, and maybe I agree and maybe I also disagree. You know, your journey is your story. Mm. So if I had went through certain things in life, it doesn't mean the other person is also going to go through that. And if the justice has failed you, it doesn't mean it will fail me. So when it comes to her problem, it's, it's a big issue because I'm also a victim of that, but it, it is also doable. If you're willing to do it, that's what we need to start teaching ourselves. You need to detach, not from only physically the, the, your ex, but the, 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 the emotional attachment, the spiritual at- attachment, where now you're able to be like, you know what, I am going to take this process. Even when you go through the legal route, you know, but like I am not going to uh, break down because I love this person, but I am going to break down because I am fighting a battle that he, oh, the fact that he has changed me from what I am to something that I'm not. Because remember, when you meet someone, you emotionally get attached, yeah. physically, financially, and, 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 you know. So, like, it's not an easy journey, but it's a, it's a journey that one can do. You know, I was married to this guy and I went through that. But today I stand in front of people and be like, guys, and um, also those that were close to me who would advise. Because also there's this thing, the Africans say, Eti, Ungam Kipa, Batiningulunga Kipa, Batanege, we end the means and bad as well. You understand? So that's why you always find yourself going back to the same person because you didn't want to walk away. And emotionally, it, it's also something that we need to start doing emotionally. So, okay. so um, I'm willing to be there for her, uh, free of charge. I'm willing to speak to her and also legally I'll assist her to, to, to go through that route. Okay, I have just one question eh, out of curiosity. Yeah. It seems like at a certain point she was comfortable having pressed the charges when the other wife had also encouraged her to do it and showed support. Yeah. And now that the, uh, the the wife has come out in support of the husband, now she husband. feels alone. What what do you call that? And why was she comfortable before? And now that she feels alone and she doesn't have the support of the, 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 the other wife. wife 
uh, you know, now it's a problem and she wants to pull out. The thing is, one, Ubatin, Umundu, Yam Fundisa, Indo Funguti, I believe you, you know. Yeah. So some people will be very manipulative, uh, naked to be like, no, you need to walk away just because Bayabon Guti, this guy is changing from them to you, you understand? Yeah. So maybe the wife wanted her out. That's why now is in supportive, especially with the fact that it's polygrammy. Polygrammy, I mean, you see it on TV. They don't go together. You might be with my husband, but I don't want you. I don't like you. I'm yeah. okay with you. They, you know, yeah. so maybe their wife. I mean, we can't. Oh, gosh. Oh. Hey, what a time to get cut off. Yeah, but I think at the end of the day, um, caller number one, caller number two, caller, well, they had it spot on. Mm. And you do need that support structure, Anonymous. Um, we know that you do also feel betrayed by the other wife. Um, you know, uh, to get that support structure where it doesn't have to be within the polygamy itself. Hopefully you've got friends, you've got somebody that can be on your side to help you through through this journey, whatever your decisions going forward are. Yeah. Uh, but please go on the journey, the journey of healing, which is very much needed. No, she has um, to. Yeah, she has to go through the journey of healing. Eh. But remember, uh, you know, the, the thing why we needed to get her help ASAP mm. is because the court case is next week. Mm. So, And we know that the journey to healing takes so so much time. But the legal journey is, is, uh, is next week. Mm. Yeah. And she has to get her things in order. Yeah. Uh, Anonymous, uh, thank you so much. And uh, we do hope that uh, you, you get to see the justice that you deserve to see uh, with, with, within this case. Thank you so much to you who did share with us on hashtag Ask a Man. Also those who uh, called in on 89 110